0: former president trump has officially been indicted republicans are reacting to the indictment of the former president and a surprise legal ruling came down from the supreme court last week information on these stories and much much more coming up on today's episode of bbp news Everybody, welcome back. We are here for another Monday news episode, and we've got quite the show ahead of us. As you saw in the intro there, we've got plenty of details on the Trump indictment. Uh, We've got news on a possible bull market, the investment market shooting up. Uh, The Supreme Court handed down a surprise ruling again, as we said in the intro. But we have quite the show. We're going to get into it in just a moment. But before we do that, let's get into the weather for today. Day. In Los Angeles, California, it'll be partly cloudy today with a high of 68 degrees. In Houston, Texas, expect again partly cloudy skies. No rain for you guys today. That is wonderful news with a high of 96 degrees. In Chicago, it'll be mostly sunny with a high of 70. And finally, in New York City, expect some rain to move through today with a high of 73. Before I jump into the show here, you guys, because we have, again, quite the lengthy show, lots and lots and lots to get into. But before we get into that, I just want to tell you guys to go check out our Clubhouse. Check out the house on Clubhouse. Link in the show notes, as it has been for a little while now. We live stream these episodes in the afternoons, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the days of their release But we also get into discussions about the news that we talk about. We get into other news that didn't make it into the show or otherwise came out after this show was recorded and released. So make sure to join us over there to get more news, more information. Uh, Feel free to ask questions and chat with us. It's a great time. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, So don't miss out on that. We also have some nice music in the background over there. So it's a wonderful time overall. Don't miss out on any of that. Again, link to that in the show notes but we do have a show to get into so let's move right into it so now that the former president has been indicted we thought it would be helpful to give you guys a timeline so that you fully understand what's going on and that you have the backstory and to give you some details as we know them now about the charges filed even if you think you know what's going on here this still may give you some insight and details that you weren't aware of This is, in fact, a deep dive. So the first thing that you have to understand is that the case about the classified documents goes back further than you think. It didn't start with a search warrant of Mar-a-Lago in the summer of 2022. It actually goes back a year and a half before that, back to May of 2021, just four months after Trump left the White House. That's when the National Archives first said to Trump's team, "Uh, hey, we noticed that some of his records are still missing. Could you send those back to us? Which, of course, is the lay of the land. It's the law. And then, crickets. There was no response from the Trump team. It wasn't until over six months later in December of 2021 that Trump's lawyers responded to the National Archives and said, Hey, we've got 15 boxes of documents to give back to you guys, and those boxes were turned over in January of 2022. The national archives went through those boxes and in February of 2022 was like, uh, Hey, there are still some things missing. Can you please return all the presidential records and classified documents you have? Again, there were crickets no response. And then in May of 2022, the department of justice got involved and was like, uh, Hey, the national archives has been asking for this stuff for a year now here's a subpoena to get the documents back and in june of 2022 the fbi went to the mar-a-lago resort for a meeting and they were handed some newly discovered documents and a letter from the former president's attorneys saying i swear there are no more documents to be found here it was at this meeting where the fbi agents were not given access to a locked basement inside mar-a-lago After that meeting, it was game on. Now the government was really suspicious about what was going on with these documents. And in June, the Department of Justice sent a letter to Trump's lawyers telling them to secure that storage room. And by August, there's a federal search warrant and a search of Mar-a-Lago and that search turned up 33 separate items. Each item includes boxes of materials, containers of other materials, and groupings of documents. Some of them were found in a Mar-a-Lago storage room, and some were found in the 45 office. According to legal documents, the FBI found 184 classified documents, 65 were marked as confidential 92 were labeled as secret documents and 25 were labeled as top secret documents but that's not where it stops after that search in August the DOJ issued another request for documents in september saying basically that they still believed that there were more presidential records in the former president's possession in november of 2022 the department of justice appointed a special counsel to independently look at this case Former DOJ prosecutor Jack Smith was given the job, and Smith had originally joined the U.S. Attorney's Office in the late 1990s, spent several years with the DOJ, and then left to become the chief prosecutor at The Hague by december of 2022 and january of 2023 trump's lawyers turned over more documents with classified markings and a laptop belonging to an aide that were all discovered in the former president's possession so you can see the long history of these documents it goes back years now and as for the charges the president's attorney has said former president trump is being charged with seven different federal crimes and it was later revealed that there were 36 seven counts across those seven crimes this includes violations of the espionage act and violations of the espionage act section 293 applies to those whom obtain information respecting the national defense with intent or reason to believe that the information is to be used to the injury of the united states or to the advantage of any foreign nation He also said, it's important to remember that in this country, everyone, including the former president, is innocent until proven guilty. We are expecting the former president to answer to these charges in Miami federal court at 3 p.m. tomorrow. The former president continues to assert that he has done nothing wrong. All right, so we went through the 49-page indictment of former president trump with a fine tooth comb and i'll say it now there are just some details that you need to know with pictures and yes there are several different felony crimes against the former president listed in the indictment but there are 37 counts against him altogether Now, before I get into exactly what the indictment says, it's important to say that everyone in this country is innocent until proven guilty. Now, to what we learned Friday from the indictment. Most importantly, though, we always knew that there were classified documents being held at Mar-a-Lago. Now we know exactly what kind of classified documents were found there. According to the indictment, they included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries, U.S. nuclear programs, potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attacks, and plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack. The indictment goes on to say from the moment he left office, Trump was not authorized to possess or retain those classified documents, and this indictment includes photographs of the way those documents were being kept at Mar-a-Lago. You can see from the time Trump left office until March 15th of 2021, all these documents, including those documents involving defense and weapons capabilities, were kept and stored in the Mar-a-Lago White and Gold Ballroom sitting there on the stage. In April of 2021, some of the boxes were then moved to a bathroom, and in June of 2021, they were moved to that basement storage room. Then in December of 2021, there was a picture from inside that storage room from a Trump aide, along with a text saying, quote, I opened the door and found this, end quote. Those documents are marked as secret and spilled out all over the floor. The indictment says on two separate occasions at his Bedminster golf course, Trump showed and discussed these classified documents with people who were not authorized to see or hear them. The prosecutors say in July of 2021, he showed a writer and two members of his staff and described a plan of attack from the Department of Justice. And in August or September of 2021, he showed a member of his political action committee a classified map related to a military operation. There are even quotes from Trump who said at the time, quote, As president, I could have declassified it. And now I can't, you know, but this is still secret, end quote. Lastly, the indictment says Trump obstructed the FBI's investigation, including suggesting to his attorney to lie to the FBI, suggesting his attorney hide or destroy documents meant for the grand jury, and submitting a false document through his lawyer that there were no more documents, even though he knew there were the charges include 31 counts of the espionage act for the willful retention of national defense information. As I told you just moments ago, whether these documents were classified is not really relevant. This charge is specifically for illegally holding defense information. Counts 32 through 35 include conspiracy to obstruct justice, withholding documents or records, and corruptly concealing documents and then counts 36 and 37 were about scheming to conceal information and false statements and representation. Counts 1 to 31 are punishable by a maximum of 10 years in prison. Count 32 through 35 each have a max penalty of 20 years in prison, and counts 36 and 37 each have a maximum penalty of five years in prison. The former president will appear in federal court on in Miami on Tuesday at 3 p.m. to answer for these charges. Special Counsel Jack Smith spoke for the first time on Friday about the historic federal criminal indictment of former President Trump. Smith was appointed back in November to be an independent investigator to look into the case involving the former president and this document's case and what happened around January 6th. Smith had previously worked for the DOJ, but at the time of his appointment as special counsel, he was the chief prosecutor at The Hague. And what's interesting about this is that he has never said anything about this case. Nothing, not until Friday anyway. And even then he didn't say much. He only talked for two and a half minutes, but made sure to spend time talking about why keeping classified and defense documents secured is important and why the charges in this indictment were given against Trump, which I just detailed moments ago. Former President Trump has said repeatedly that he will plead not guilty to all 37 counts listed in this indictment. On a Friday, former President Trump announced a significant change in his legal team representing him in the case of whether he mishandled classified documents one day after he was indicted by the Justice Department. Trump posted on Truth Social that he will be represented by attorney Todd Blanche moving forward, as well as another attorney to be named later. Attorneys Jim Trusty and John Roley will no longer represent Trump in this case. He said, quote, I want to thank Jim Trusty and John Roley for their work, but they were up against a very dishonest, corrupt, evil, and sick group of people, the likes of which has never been seen before, end quote. Trump wrote, quote, we will be announcing additional lawyers in the coming days. When will Joe Biden be indicted for his many crimes against our nation, MAGA, end quote. In a joint statement labeled our decision shortly after Trump's announcement, the two attorneys said that they would step away from representing the former president in either line of inquiry pursued by the special counsel. The reaction to the former president's indictment is rolling in. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has released a statement saying that, quote, today is indeed a dark day for the country following the news of former President Trump's indictment in the special counsel's classified documents probe. Quote, it is unconscionable for a president to indict the leading candidate opposing him. Joe Biden has kept classified documents for decades, end quote. That was said by McCarthy on Twitter. Quote, I and every American who believes in the rule of law stand with President Trump against this grave injustice. House Republicans will hold this brazen weaponization of power accountable. And quote, and quote, sad day for America. God bless President Trump. End quote, that was tweeted by House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, an Ohio Republican quote, the radical left will stop at nothing to interfere with the 2024 election in order to prop up the catastrophic presidency and desperate campaign of Joe Biden, end quote, that was said by House GOP conference chairwoman Elise Stefanik, a New York Republican, in a statement. Senator Josh Hawley, a Missouri Republican, tweeted, quote, if people in power can jail their political opponents at will, we don't have a republic, end quote. Meanwhile, others, such as GOP Senator Mitt Romney of Utah, have shot back against the former president, with Romney saying in a statement, quote, Mr. Trump brought these charges upon himself, end quote. Others, such as Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, have remained relatively silent on the matter. But these kinds of remarks and comments will continue to come out over the next few days, if not the next few weeks. There was a total surprise ruling from the Supreme Court Thursday when it comes to a controversial case about voting rights. And in this case, the high court ruled in favor of black voters and said that the state of Alabama drew a discriminatory electoral map in 2022 and keeps intact a key aspect of the 1965 voting rights act no one thought any of this would happen and we've told you about this case several times in the past it's been a while but we have told you about it and it's a case out of alabama that says that alabama lawmakers redrew a congressional district map after the 2020 census that included only one majority black district even though black alabamians make up over a quarter of the state's population now Now, according to the Founding Fathers, we all know representation should be based on uh, population and should be proportional. On top of that, Section 2 of the 1965 Voting Rights Act banned state and local governments from limiting voting rights on the basis of race. And that means states and local governments are not allowed to draw new congressional maps that could dilute the vote by either intentionally splitting communities of color up amongst several districts or lumping them all together into one district. Because of that new map, black voters and advocacy groups sued the state of Alabama alleging race-based gerrymandering and said that the new map diluted black political power. Well, Thursday, the Supreme Court agreed with the lower district court and said, yep, that's exactly what Alabama lawmakers did. Now, they will be forced to redraw the map in time for the 2024 election that could, in theory, give black voters in Alabama an additional congressional district. Now, there are three huge things that are surprising about this ruling. The first is that the Supreme Court actually handed down a preliminary ruling back in February of 2022 that allowed this gerrymandered map in Alabama to stay in place for the 2022 midterm elections. And then on Thursday ruled, just kidding, that map is indeed discriminatory. And number two is that Conservative justices John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh joined all three liberal justices in the majority opinion, even though during the oral arguments, all the conservatives seemed to be very critical of the Voting Rights Act. And thirdly, Chief Justice Roberts was the one who wrote the majority opinion, and he has been instrumental in the past in striking down other parts of the 1965 Voting Rights Act. Now, there is another similar case involving the Voting Rights Act. The justices heard this term a case you're probably well aware of called more v harper and they have not ruled on that case at this point embattled cnn chief executive chris licht is out at the cable network capping weeks of tumult within the company following a highly criticized town hall with donald trump and a scathing article that portrayed him as all but failing at his job of barely a year staffers were notified Monday by David Zaslav chief executive of parent company Warner Bros discovery shortly before CNN announced the news on air quote I have great respect for Chris personally and professionally Zaslav later said in a statement and quote The job of leading CNN was never going to be easy, especially at a time of huge disruption and transformation, and he has put his heart and soul into that, end quote. Licht replaced chief executive Jeff Zucker, who was forced to resign in early 2022 after failing to disclose to the company a romantic relationship with a fellow executive. And Zaslav told CNN staff that the company is searching internally and externally for a new leader. And in the interim, CNN will be led by a team of longtime network executives, Amy Antelis, Virginia Mosley, and Eric Sherling, along with David Levy, a Discovery veteran whose appointment last week as CNN's new chief operating officer was seen as an attempt to bolster oversight at the network. Tucker Carlson launched his promised new show on Twitter on Tuesday with talk of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, UFOs who killed JFK, and what really went down on 9-11, and the former Fox News host was a social media hit. In its first four hours or so, the low-tech 10-minute video posted to the Elon Musk-owned social media platform attracted 27 million views. Uh, By last Wednesday, the show called Tucker on Twitter had more than 81 million views and broadcasting from what looked like a wooden cabin home studio and postulating that, quote, American citizens are the least informed in the world, along with his well-trodden take on the failings of the American media. Carlson essentially delivered a version of his normal nightly monologue on his former Fox News show Tucker Carlson Tonight. He ended by saying basically that he's on Twitter so he doesn't get censored and if he does feel like he's being censored at any point he will leave. What he considers censored is unclear. Wall Street is feeling bullish again. The S&P 500 rallied last week to end the week in a bull market, marking a 20% surge since its most recent low reached on October 12th of 2022. That brings to an end the bear market that began in January of 2022, buoyed by gains in big technology stocks and crossed the threshold that separates a bear market from a bull market that's investor speak for a period of time marked by rising stock prices and optimism on wall street markets have remained surprisingly resilient over the past nine months and as 2022 losers like tech and media have bounced back from a disastrous year on the hope that the worst is over for those industries over the past week Markets have gained momentum, likely because of the end of the debt ceiling crisis, optimism that the Federal Reserve will pause rate hikes at its June meeting, and a recent string of strong economic readings. And while these are all positives for the economy, analysts fear that this could be a short-lived rally that ends up biting investors. Inflation remains too high for comfort. The U.S. economy is still adding jobs, but the pace has been relatively slow, and consumers are still spending, but they're pulling back on discretionary expenses like leisure activities and instead focusing on necessities like food and clothing. That isn't exactly a recipe for a long-term market success. Now getting into rapid news. New research suggests... That a warming planet is already increasing the price of food and could sharply drive up inflation in the years to come. And US service member Abdil Gonzalez said that an employee at a Shane Co. store didn't accept his Puerto Rico driver's license when he tried to buy an engagement ring for his soon-to-be wife. And now the CEO of Shane Co. offered his quote sincerest apologies. Now getting into good news, and really, I just have a quick update to a prior good news story, actually, and it goes back to a story that I presented up few weeks ago now I believe it was and it had to do with a few kids four children in total who went missing after a plane that they were in crashed in the Colombian forests, killing all three adults on board these children were 13 9 4 and there was an 11 month old baby with them as well and they managed to survive now in the initial story I had told you that they thought they had found the children but it hadn't been confirmed yet the full news on it had been pulled back because they weren't entirely sure however after five weeks of jungle survival these kids were recovered and brought back home to their grandfather and it is just an incredible story these kids survived on their own instincts alone they are part of an indigenous group in Colombia, and that is what reportedly saved them and gave them the knowledge to survive that long in the forest now military was able to track them through dropped scrunchies and other little items along the way Uh, they were able to track these children down and rescue them so an incredible story of survival for these kids and you love to see it and hopefully they remain safe from here on out but just a quick good news story today but i wanted to give that update because it just is so incredible and wonderful to hear but i hope you guys enjoyed this episode of bbp news again make sure to join us on clubhouse today at 2 p.m eastern standard time we will see you here tomorrow morning for an eye on the ball show and there will be a room for that as well later tomorrow again that room will be pushed back likely to 7 p.m as i won't be around at the normal 2 p.m time but until tomorrow morning you guys have a great start to your week bye guys